Hey everyone, this is episode 18 of Griff's Brain Dump. How are you all doing? Um, I am hanging. Again, again, I'm hanging. I'm hanging again, people. Uh, called me Griffy Grigio. Drank way too much wine. I was drinking wine uh, like a recent divorced woman, you know? Just like, Tracy, you're still gorgeous. Fuck Gavin. Fuck him. You don't need him, Gavin. You don't need him. You don't need him, right? He's shit, Tracy. You're gorgeous. And I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I don't feel it, Sharon. I don't feel it, Sharon. Helen, I don't feel it. Tracy, you're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. Have another wine. Have another one. Go on. Have another one. You're gorgeous. It is drinking. I am gorgeous. And oh, no, I am. I'm, I'm lovely. Oh, who's this fella? We don't need a bloke. I don't need a bloke. But who's this fella? He's gorgeous. I don't need a bloke to make me happy. I don't need a bloke to make me happy. But this bloke, he's making me happy. What's your name, darling? He's just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. my name's, my name's, uh, my name's, my name's Dave. Dave, Dave's my name. It's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're too young for me, but you're gorgeous. How old are you, Dave? 34. 34, darling. That's how old I am. I'm 34. How do you streak? You can't ask a lady her age. Oh, but I'm not a lady. I've had a few too many whites. I've had a few too many whites. Oh, I'm 48. I'm 48 since you are. So I'm old enough to be your mum. No, well, actually, you're not, darling. You're only 14 years old than me. Oh, in Essex, I'm old enough to be your mum. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's how much wine I drank yesterday. That level. You you got that feeling? You're my wave. You're my page right now. That's that's what I was doing yesterday. Um, You know, I've come to terms with the fact that uh, I have no moderation when it comes to boozing. All right? I either don't drink at all, stone cold sober, not an issue for me. I could just be sober, not drinking. Oh, I'm going to get on the Booze Express. Griffy Grigio, drinking the white wines. White wines and whiskies. I was at uh, Shaka Zulu in Camden uh, yesterday. Um, food is okay. But uh, as always, it was a group meal. So what happens at the end of a group meal? The bill comes and no one can calculate how much they owe. Every fucking time. Every time I go to a group meal. We always come up short. Never. Never have we gone over. Maybe have. I just never remember those moments. Because they don't confirm my fucking story. But hey. It always happens, man. You go around the, the table, people are like, yeah, yeah, I'll just put in 20. I'll put in 30. Well, there's two of us here, so we put in 40. It's like, what? like, it's like people forget the drinks they drank and the other thing that everyone always forgets when calculating. Fucking service charge. People always say these weird things like, service charge 12.5%. They go, I'll put in 30. I chucked in another £2.50 for the service charge. Well, that's not 12.5%. Just simple maths to tell you that's under 10%. Although that didn't happen yesterday. I don't know what happened yesterday, but the bill just wasn't covered. It's every time. Every bloody time. And it was a respectful 
it was a respectful group. It was a small group. It was around the same table. But you know those times. You know when you go to like a friend's birthday. I've gone to like ex-girlfriend's birthdays, right? I mention ex-girlfriend's because to show you my status around the table. I'm a periphery guy. Peripheral. I can't really be dictating how things go around with the bill pay. I'm just a guest, so I just make sure I pay my bit. But you know we're at the other end of the table. They're fucking turning up at the other end. Yeah, another bottle. Another bottle. Another bottle. Another bottle. Another one. You know, DJ Khaled, that the another one, another one. You smart, you loyal. Another one. They're getting more bottles, and you're there at the other end of the table, going, "I don't think I'm actually going to have a start at all the I'm just going to have main. I'm going to have one or two beers. That's it." Obviously, I'm lying. I'm Griffy Greasy. I had another wine, bottles, more bottles. <laughs> but they're at the other end of the table now, and the bill comes. And they're the ones with the loudest mouth. Shall we just split it evenly? Because it all roughly had the same. Fuck no. No way. Not a chance. I saw you guys. Fucking bottles of spirits. They want to split it even. They always have like a group of friends as well. We like come and they go. Oh, we got to leave early. We got to take this little one. We got to pick up the little one. Yeah, babysitting. Got to pick them up. But uh, we've dropped a little bit of money anyway for, for yeah, for the meal. We've done that. Yeah, so we've paid. All right, we've paid. And then was all hyped and drunk. No one actually checks what they ate and if they've paid enough. It was like, oh no, have a good time. Have a good time. Yeah, get home to a little one. We understand you have kids. We don't have kids, but we understand that you have kids. And then the bill comes. It's short. And you realise, hold on, fucking daycare people, they left, paying like £40 short. But, as I'm on the edge of the social setting, I can't go, oi, ring them, get them back here. You know, we can pay electronically, give me your bank details, get them to transfer the money. This is a piss take, all the time. It's very rarely go to group meals where it just works out properly. You know? Never does. Mm. But what else is happening this week? I'm just like moaning and ranting with my hangover. I'm sat in my car again. Um, I don't know if my if my, uh, housemates are actually in. So I just didn't want to start screaming. You know? Didn't want to be that guy. Well, I wouldn't mind if I was that guy. I just didn't want them to interrupt the podcast. That's why I'm sweating in the car. I think it's going to be my new hangover recovery. Just sit in my car and just sweat out. I'm drinking water and just sweating out the booze. Sweat. All right? So sweaty. I used to do that at my old workplace. I used to have a gym membership. I used to go in the morning, sit in the sauna, and just sweat it out. I'm not sure about you guys. When I'm hungover, I can't sweat. Literally cannot sweat. Um, it takes you ages. Like I used to play football Sunday mornings, so I used to run around, hungover, wouldn't break a sweat. And then around the night, around like eighty third minute, one bead of sweat would drop down my forehead. And once that bead was released, oh, Niagara Falls, Victoria Falls, Amazon, Nile, fast flowing water. That's what I'm talking about. Sweat comes down I'd be sweating all over the place 
Yeah, and that's what happens. That's what's happening now. Um, fully just sweating. I've got a nice sheen. If you're a football fan, imagine Zinedine Zidane, 2001. You know, his bald head. He just has a glossy, glossy face, glossy arms. He's just got that Zizou sheen. So I have no one to headbite the chest. <laughs> Don't you love that? The guy's a fucking legend. He won so... I think he won everything as a player. He's winning shit as a manager. And still he's reduced to that one moment where he fucking headbutted Marco Matarazzi in the chest. And he doesn't announce. He's still never confirmed what was said. But it leads me to believe that in hindsight... I won't say hindsight, I'm talking about while he's walking off the pitch, he thinks to himself, is a may have overreacted to what he has said. It, uh, it was not as bad as I initially thought, but uh, I've now headbutted him in the chest, so I must live with this. This is my legacy now. Ignore all the championships and the cups that I have won. Ignore my left-footed volley against Bayer Leverkusen in Hamden Park, which was the best goal in the Champions League final. That's got outdone by Marco Mandzukic. Ignored Mario Mandzukic. I forget his name. Because we won. Because I won that game as manager of Real Madrid. But ignore all of this. And remember that I headbutted Marco Matarazzi in the chest. My French accent has gone slightly awry. <laughs> what was this podcast even meant to be about? This has been minutes and minutes of ad-libbing. But what I'll talk about, I'll touch on briefly. Touch on briefly. My week. And actually, I'll touch on briefly the uh, Grenfell Tower stuff. Because it's serious. Uh, this is a jokey podcast, so... You know, I do a bit of social commentary, you know. Like everyone, I'm an expert of nothing. But I've got a, I've got a motor mouth, I've got a brain. I've got opinions, ain't I? Opinions, mate. And pub. Let's add a few beers. We're going to start spouting my mouth off, all right? going to start shouting things. going to start saying things. Right, I've got opinions. But the Grenfell Tower stuff. Um, obviously, shit. Um... And it's hard to extract comedy out of things, out of everything. There is comedy everywhere. And I guess the comedy in this is nothing to do with the victims. That's tragic. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an arsehole. I'm not a cunt, all right? I swear on the podcast, I'm not a cunt. I'm not that guy. The comedy is the government's handling of it. The, the media's handling of it. It's been... It's always been self-satirical, Yeah. You know, like, we always accuse politicians of never answering a question, you know, directly. But the way Theresa May's been going on is like she is mocking a stereotypical politician. Theresa, do you admit that as you have made an error of judgment by not talking to the residents? Well, what you've got to understand is what the government is doing is we are trying to make, uh, we're putting provisions aside, we've made £5 million available for the people and the victims. I've heard her- horrible stories. I've spoke to the fire brigade, I have spoke to nurses, I've spoke to all emergency services, I've spoke to people, and I spoke to one person in the hospital, and they said that blah, 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 bl
Do you acknowledge that you, you made an error of judgment? Well, what you have to understand is that the government, the Tory government, is, is very strong to say, well, and what we need to do is... Okay, look, Prime Minister, there'll be people watching this video. They just want one syllable answer, yeah, yes or no. Do you accept that you made an error of judgment, not talking to the residents? Well, we got Brexit coming up and the DUP and all these other things that have nothing to do with the question you're asking me, but I will just blah, 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 It's ridiculous. Like, what... I understand from a legal perspective, you can't be admitting liability to certain things, right? But that's not a legal thing, right? You know that sometimes you don't apologise to one of your mates, you fuck your mate off, you piss them off. All they want was an apology, you didn't call them. Yeah, you don't have to say what you did to piss them off was wrong. All you have to say is, yeah, acknowledge the fact that, you know what, I should have called you earlier. I should have texted you earlier. I should have apologised earlier. I'm sorry. That's all they want. But instead you go, well, I mean, what you have to understand is that what I've been doing this week, I've been very busy. Blah, 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 blah. No one cares. No one cares. All right? It's been ridiculous how it's been handled. And the media, jeez. When I say the media, I think a lot of people say the media when they talk. Uh, and you can understand, the media's got many wings, many avenues. Even social media is a part of the media. But the established media, the right-wing media, the Sun and the Daily Mail, the, the fact that they've been trying to just detail the dude whose fridge exploded. Right? They've just gone for him. I know he's Ethiopian. Right? Why? Because the son of the email told me. And they tried to kind of build this smear campaign on him. Just pointing the blame on the bloody immigrant. It's like, no, this ain't the time. This ain't the flipping time. Yeah? I'll just blame that guy. It's like, in no circumstance should your fridge blown up burn down your whole fucking tower block that's not your fault there's something clearly wrong with how the building is built yeah i'm surprised the sun didn't accuse the fridge of being flipping muslim we opened the fridge and we found the quran in the fridge we found internet searches on the fridge of how to make a bomb and we believe the fridge has links with ISIS this Sanusi has a links with ISIS we know they got radicalised I wouldn't be surprised if the sun went that way I'm surprised they didn't take a picture of the fridge and say you see this fridge like most other fridges is not white Oh, jeez. Just the newspapers, the stoops, just new lows. If you didn't catch it, right, the Sun under investigation, one of their reporters impersonated a victim's relative to get an interview with someone at King's College Hospital. Like, the scum. Just the level of scumbaggery just keeps on just surpassing it's getting lower and lower I don't know how they do it just each time you think they can't get any worse they can't possibly get any worse and then BAM they get worse every time
you know. But I like the sense of community that's come out of it. Um, that's been awesome. That's actually been really awesome. But um, I'm going to come off it now because it's uh, it's a touchy subject and it's one of the weird ones that I've actually been not personally affected, but I I've struggled to read about it, watch the news. I'm usually completely unaffected by this kind of stuff, and you know, it's just been tragic. It's been tragic coming from like a working class background, working class roots being uh, an ethnic minority in this country, tower blocks, even though I never grew up in one, I know people have grown up in them, and it's just like, it's just relatable to me, it's just mad, absolutely mad, it's kind of, you get like the privileged position you're in, you know, when you work in a, in a rich area, you have sprinklers, and you have an annoying fire alarm that goes off every Tuesday, you take that shit for granted, I actually take that stuff for granted. This is mad. This is mad. But, right. Um, oh, jeez. Whoa. I am... I am drenched. I might take a picture of this t-shirt after. I'm really sweating this hangover out. This is good. This is really good. Uh, what else is going to talk today? About... Um, what have I got on my list? What have I got on my list to talk about? Um, I'll just talk about my week. The things I've seen this week. It hasn't been much... Other than the Grenfell Tower, that's the only thing I noticed in the news. My week started on... What did I do Sunday? What did I do Sunday? Oh! I was hosting a charity event on Sunday. Uh, I emceed that for Make a Step. Raise some money for them... MC'd, had a great time, had to be clean for three hours. And it was quite easy being clean. Um, I mean, I don't actually swear that much. What my issue is, I say things like inappropriate for kids. Not necessarily swearing, but just inappropriate. I swear a lot on this podcast, which is because I'm struggling with like a hangover and the behaviours of past Darren. Past Darren is a selfish guy. He has no consideration for present Darren. Or at the time future Darren. Self-centred. Like most of you guys. Your past you doesn't really do anything to help the future or present you. You know. Every now and again. Like past Darren went shopping yesterday. So I don't have to go out shopping. I've got food in the house. Well done past Darren. That was considerate. But you didn't have to be Griffy Grigio and drink all that white wine. You know, you don't like white wine, but you drank it. Why? Because it was economical. Such an expensive bar. So expensive. That's why I drank white wine. Rather than not drink, I just drank the cheapest drink. Because that's how you do it. Uh, Monday, played football. Uh, Tuesday, gigs. Oh, it was Junior Booker's birthday. That funny dude, he's a funny, funny dude. He had lots of people down. He had Axel Blake and Ori Styler, Jose the Comedian, Miss Nora Maria, Icy Jones. I'm missing one other person. Uh, Victor Daniels, that was the other guy. And me, I was performing. And it was packed. Absolutely packed there. About 50 to 60 people in a room. Probably shouldn't have that many people in. <laughs> Elf and safety, mate. Elf and safety checks. Not done. But, um, 
It was really good, really, really fun. He was absolutely mashed. Absolutely mashed. I was at a great time. Uh, Laughed so much. I elbowed a lady in her weave. And she was not happy. She was not happy. The evil she gave me for elbowing a weave. I couldn't even apologise. You know when you're just so wrong, you can't even... They they look at you like, your apology will not suffice. Don't even bother. Don't, don't, no. Actually, just don't look at me. Let's not talk about this. Then we can move on. The part of me's like, but, um... No, no, don't, don't even say sorry. You've pissed me off. You've gone too far. Elbow down the wave, she patted it down. Just like this mother... This... She was angry. It was angry. But uh, that was Tuesday, Wednesday. I went to see Travis J. Uh, see screening of his special that I... His hour special that I went to actually watch while it was recorded. Really good. He made some really good points about how the urban comedy scene is similar to the grime scene. And how we don't need to enter the mainstream. We need to make our scene the mainstream itself. And I fully agree. Uh, so because of that, I'm actually... When I gig, I'm just going to start recording my gigs and just uploading them online. I don't care if people see my material, seen before, fine, whatever. I'm just going to put it out there. Force me to write more. It's cool. Yeah? Just start putting the stuff out there. Because in a year's time, I'll look back at that material and be like, why did I not release it? This is shit. I'm so much funnier now. <laughs> I've done it in a year now. I wouldn't ever release the stuff I had a year before. Because I was scared people would steal it. Now I don't even perform that stuff. So, just, yeah. Let's keep putting that stuff out there. That's what I'm going to do. Thursday. What did I do Thursday? Thursday. Ow! Thursday, I was with the Mandem. Shout out to the Mandem podcast. Shout out. People, go listen to the Mandem podcast. That's going to be released. Because I'm recording this Sunday. We recorded that Thursday. Uh, I think they released their podcast either Sunday night, Monday morning. So go check that out. Um, I'm on there. Great. Lots of laughs. It's why I'm not talking about McGregor versus uh, Mayweather. Because we spoke about it on that podcast. I'm not going to talk about it on this one. I don't want to cross over. And, and you realise I'm just saying the same shit. So <laughs> I'll create that illusion. Um, but no, that was it was proper funny, really good. Go uh, go watch that, go check it out, go listen to it. Sorry, not watch it, go listen to it, check that out. That be released tomorrow. Um, what else? Um, this week. Oh, oh yes. On my way to drive into the podcast, saw these two guys on the side of the road. I remember seeing these people when I was younger, selling roses on the side of the road. I mean. What kind of bespoke slash monumental fuck up has a man had in his relationship where he has to buy roses on the dual carriageway? Like what? What? Which lady is accepting that? You have an argument in the car with your woman. You're there to scream at each other's faces. It's a I will fucking pull over. I will pull over. You carry on. No, you fucking carry on. I will pull over right now. No, I don't give a fuck. What do you mean? Why do you... I'm not shouting. 
Oh my god, oh, no, don't cry. You, you're gonna cry now. You're gonna cry. Oh, make me the bad guy, yeah? Make me the. Alright, alright, fine. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm the bad guy, alright? Fair enough. Bad guy again. Yeah, always the bloke. I'm the bad guy. Oh, silent treatment. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Alright, babe, stop crying now. Please, please stop crying. Uh, no. You're, you're hideous when you cry. You're absolutely horrible. It's, it's disgusting. No, not even the semblance of an erection. I can't. No, stop crying, love. Please, please stop crying. Stop it. Stop. All right, all right I'm going to pull over. I'm going to get these gonna get these flipping roadside roses. All right, all right, mate. Yeah, you said the roses on the roadside. Yeah, three of those, please. Yeah, for the crying lady in the seat next to me. Yeah, three of those. Nice one. Now, do, you, do you like that, ladies? Your man just got you some roses on the roadside. Is that what world? What world is this acceptable? Not with a florist. Roadside. Is that the, like the gypsy women? When I say gypsy women, I'm talking about that fully Disney-style gypsy woman knocking on Prince, was it Adam? His name was before he turned to the beast. Knocking on his door. That kind of level of gypsy witch. You feel like you have to buy something off them or they will curse you. Like, you've got to be polite when you're rejecting them. Would you like a rose? Would you like a rose? It's like, um, no, 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 she, she doesn't appreciate roadside roses. A curse, I put a curse on you. A curse. It's like, oh, alright, I'll, I'll buy them. I'll buy them all. I'll buy all 20 of them. Just give me the roses, don't curse me. Don't believe in any of this shit, but I'll play it safe. <laughs> oh man, now I get we buy roadside roses. Um, it's crazy, man. And also, I saw that day because uh, I work in Canary Wharf, and I see they've got like an info bar on Reuters. I see that Amazon are gonna buy Whole Foods. Um, you know. I just don't like how much businesses are just moulding into each other. Like, why can I order books from the same place that I can buy, you know, organic peanut butter? I don't, I don't want the two mixed together. You know, I want experts and specialists. Not one person selling me everything. You know? I can watch American Gods on Amazon Prime, but then I can also order some staplers. It's too much. It's too much. What if Netflix started selling me yogurt? I don't, I don't want it. You don't know what to, you're doing. No. Stop it. Facebook starts selling me cars. Interflora. Start selling me home insurance. Like, no. Stay in your lane. Not everyday merge. Not everyday conglomerate, you know. The independent businessman on the market. Oh, for bad strawberries. Old school. Market. You know where you stay. You know where you are. Dave sells strawberries. Gary sells bananas. Mike sells car insurance. All right? They don't mix. They don't cross. They might go to the pub together have a little drink. Alright, so is that me burping on the podcast? Jesus Christ, Aaron. I think I've fully sweated out this booze. I think my body's reacting really badly to what's going on in life right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, 
Ah, I have a story for a guy. How long have I been on here? How long have I been on here? 28 minutes. Jeez, I've just been rabbiting away. Um, yesterday on the train, I saw a guy. Right, here, let me describe him properly. He's, uh, he's he was a he was a, he was a brother, a black dude in his about 40s, drinking a nine percent lager with a skateboard. Ah, uh, so it you got to pick what you're doing in society, mate. Are you either the boozy old yard man, or are you the young man, you old man trying to be young and still skateboard, right? Because you know some guys, you get the impression that they've been skateboarding all their life. So why should they stop skateboarding? I don't think you should stop skateboarding if you've been skateboarding all your life. I don't think you should even... I don't, I'm never going to criticise someone who just starts skateboarding. Because, you know, there's no time to not pick up new skills. Fine. I respect that. But I get this impression. This guy... I don't know, I just had the feeling. He was shit at skateboarding. He gave me that feeling. He was shit at it. Anyway... He stank. Absolutely stank. What of? I don't know. He's he stank of like hard work, yet unemployment. You know? He stank of misplaced hope, but also hopelessness. He stank of all these things. Right? That's what the mix of 9% lager and sweat smells like. And he was standing next to me, and next to him was this guy playing a computer game on his phone. And he broke all London protocol and just started talking to this guy. Just talking. Not even small talk, deep conversation about GTA. What you got, mate? GTA. What's that? San Andreas? Yeah, yeah, man. Used to play that game. No, I used to. I listen. I used to play that game a lot. And the guy, you could felt he felt cornered. He felt cornered. So he had to carry on the conversation. Yeah. Yo, did you? Did you, mate? Yeah, you used to that game a lot, you know, back in the day. Uh, my girl, that was the only game my girlfriend used to let me play. Only game girl used to let me play. I was like, you didn't have a girlfriend, you liar. The only, only game my girlfriend used to let me play, you know. Yeah. Uh, she used to like the music. He's like, oh, fuck off. Just, yeah, it's just making up details. You didn't have a girlfriend. She didn't like the music. Shut up. Lies. The guy said, "Of course, yeah." He goes, "Oh, so what? What, what game? What? Uh, is that available on Android?" The guy said, "I don't know. I've got an iPhone. I play it on my iPhone." You see, he's like, "I don't care. I don't care." But I'm cornered. You're drinking nine percent lager in the middle of the day. Ah, I've got to talk to you. I don't know how this might go left. He was nervous. He was nervous. I, I remember when I was. I've had that. No, there's borderlines. Because I don't take the piss out of mental health, right? Or mental illness. But you know there's some people borderline. Where you just don't know. Where, if they've got like a mental health disorder. Then I'm like, oh cool, I get it. you got a mental health disorder. Right, you got a condition. Cool, I accept that. But some people don't. There's on that borderline of. You just don't know how to socialise with people. And this happened to me. I remember I was on the train. At Epping. End of the central line. This guy comes to me. Goes. Hey, excuse me. I was like, oh, oh, no, he's actually talking to me. Excuse you, you. He points at me. He's, like, he's actually pointing at me now. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Does this train, does this train go into London? And I was like, this is the end of the line. 
Um, but again, this guy's borderline. I don't know. So I'm going to go, um, yeah, 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 it does. So, okay. So I move to a different carriage. Because, you know, I'm like that. But what I didn't account for was him moving to the same carriage as me. He sits me and goes, hey, what's your name? I was like, oh, um, Chris, my name's Chris. He's like, okay. You've got long legs. And I was like, is he? Is this guy going to eat my legs? I think he's going to eat my legs. I think I think he's going to eat my legs. From, like, from the arse to the toes. I think he's going to eat my legs. <laughs> I was like, okay. He goes, they're not as long as mine. And I was like, oh, okay. Is he now insecure about the length of his legs? This is now, is still leading to me to believe he's going to eat my legs. And then, uh, he goes, he's, he's kind of staring at me. Intensely. I'm looking at other people in the carriage. They're looking at me as if to go, bruv, we, if this pops off, we may record this on our phone, but we're not going to help you. <laughs> and as I get off the car, I get off the train. I go, all right, uh, see you later. Nice to talk to you. And he goes, listen, people, he, this is what he says to me. He goes, all right, see you later, Darren. And I was like, what? I literally ran off the train. I was like, how the fuck does he know my real name? And I thought, maybe. This is how ridiculous I am. Do you know what the first thought in my head was? He was me from the future. (laughs) Is this what I turned into in the future? Is this this me? Is this my future? And I've time travelled just to fuck with me on the bloody westbound central line train. And then I realised, no, I had my name written on the front of my bag. So he must have thought, this lying bastard. See? You can't be judging people. You can't make it out that they're just stupid. He's not. He was switched on. More switched than I was. Shit, about 34 minutes. Uh, I've got to end this podcast because I can't keep it too long. Um, listeners this week, uh, I'll just say the number one. Number one listener was... Or number two was London. And then number one this week. Don't know where you are. Don't know who you are. San Francisco. There you go. There you go. San Francisco's top list of people. Uh, like I said, share. This is available on iTunes now. Um, Put it on some other podcatchers. And also listen to the Mandan podcast as well. I'll be resharing that. Um, I'm on there. So people, have a great week. I've got to get out of this car. I've fully sweated out this booze. Um, I'm a new man. See ya later. <laughs>